0: You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. The BRICS Report. India. Let's cross to New Delhi now and welcome Anjana Pasrika. Namaste, Anjana. I see air pollution's a big issue in Delhi. What's the latest there?
1: Oh, well, it's pretty bad still. You know, uh, some emergency steps had to be taken. The schools have been shut till tomorrow. A coal-fired power plant closed for 10 days. And the city has halted all construction activity temporarily. The government has also advised people to stay indoors to escape that, you know, the deadly grey haze that has shrouded Delhi for eight days. People who have grown up here, John, have never seen anything like this. Visibility is low. We've forgotten about a brisk walk on a sunny winter day and we keep our windows and doors shut. Now, pollution mostly blamed on dust and vehicle fumes usually worsens in winter when still winds keep it hanging low. But what made it spike an unprecedented 16 times the safe limit set by WHO this past week? You know, it was partly black smoke billowing into Delhi from fires set by five tons of paddy straw in neighboring states and the best tons of fire trackers a week ago for the annual Festival of Lights. When will it improve? I think the worst is expected to pass in a day or two. I can't see a glimmer of sun peeping out today.
0: All right. And, of course, we're celebrating our great win against Australia in Perth. And you've got the the Test Series against England starting. That's always massive, isn't it?
1: Absolutely. Nothing better than cricket to make people forget all about filthy air and other urban rights. you know. Cricket is India's first passion along with Bollywood. There's more excitement because India reclaimed the number one ICC ranking for test cricket last month after winning against New Zealand. And basically India's having a good run under firebrand test captain Virat Kohli, so people are really looking forward to it. Stuart Board from England was quoted today as saying in one of the newspapers that they're coming in as massive underdogs. Of course, some doubts were thrown over the series because of an ongoing tussle over how the Board of Cricket Control of India is managed. You know, the Supreme Court has frozen BCCI's access to funds until auditing is done. So, today, in fact, I just saw a flash. We had the BCCI petition the Supreme Court for release of funds for the series. But I'm sure all this will get sorted out, and the first match will kick off tomorrow in Rajput.
0: Fantastic. And Theresa May is there. And I see that that she's been pressed for more flexibility on visas for Indians, but she's tough on immigration, isn't she?
1: Absolutely. I think that's what the Brexit vote mandated. And she was tough even earlier when she was interior minister. And interestingly, of course, she made India her first stop outside Europe because looking to build trade ties post-Brexit. But what she met here was India pressing her on increased visas for its skilled workers, for doctors, for IT professionals, for students. You know, the number of Indian students enrolling in British universities has come down by more than half in the past year due to these restrictions on studying after graduation. The Indian Prime Minister told her that greater mobility is needed, but she didn't give much leeway on increasing numbers. However, she did say that a better visa policy can be linked to returning illegal indian immigrants she also announced easier access for businessmen uh, as i said not much was expected after all that's what the brexit vote mandates curbs on immigration but the question businesses here are raising is you can't just have trade and investments and shut the door on our people it's a dilemma i'm sure britain still face with other countries
0: also i'm sure anjana thank you very much indeed we're just losing you there anjana pasrika from delhi